Are you looking for partnership, strategy, consistency, and accountability? Well, Activation Nation is for you. Join our group for coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs for the support you need as we strive to activate 1,000 coaches to seeing their businesses be successful. Make sure you subscribe now at Facebook slash groups slash Activation Nation 1000. See you in the group. Tune in for the activation required to make an impact through your purpose at work and in the world. From sales and marketing executive to now an international speaker, life and business coach and media host, hosted by Melissa D. White, the activation specialist. (laughs) That's me. We're getting real about personal and professional moments with the world's top leaders and influencers to help you activate your voice and amplify your story. Now, let's get activated. Hey family, it's your girl, Melissa D, and you know what time it is. It is another week of the Activation Hour podcast as we are coming to the near end of season two. But listen, this season of unlearning has been monumental. I'm so grateful for each one of our guests who has tuned in. I'm so grateful for all of you who've left comments, who have supported, who have been friends and sponsors and supporters of the show and shared this message. And today, quite honestly, I'm coming to you just as Melissa, no frills, no real script here, but there was something I posted on social media, a quote that said, let your no be unapologetic. Let your no be unapologetic. And boy, did that one really shake you guys a bit. I got a lot of questions, a lot of comments, a lot of amens, a lot of girl, yes, (laughs) which lets me know a lot of us out there are reserving our nose. We're sitting on our nose. We're struggling with just saying no to things we truly don't want. We don't desire that we, um, have no interest in. And so I began to assess my own reasons for why is it I struggle with an unapologetic no. So I'm going to kick off this episode with a quote from one of my mentors, um, Alexandra Jackie, shout out to Alex in Indianapolis. And she said to me recently, um, as she saw, you know, me begin to grow, as she saw my platform growing, she said, Melissa, you can't be everything to everybody. So let your no be your no. Tell them no, but tell them why. Now, mind you, she didn't say apologize for it. She just said, tell them why. So if any of you are like me and you have struggled to give an unapologetic no, here's the answer. In this week's episode, you're tuned in. I'm your girl, Melissa D. Thank you, guys. I see you. I see you, Facebook family, YouTube family, those of you who are checking in with me every Friday right here on the Activation Hour. Take a minute to share this episode as we learn how to give an unapologetic no. (laughs) 
if you know that this has helped you or blessed you in some way, and you took one nugget or two or a couple and shared them with other people, leave me a review. This will help us plan for season three because we have not only been picked up for a third season, but there's a special surprise on how we're going to deliver season three to you on a different platform. All right. So I kicked off the episode talking about an unapologetic no. And again, as I, I plan out my episodes, I rearranged things a bit. I had something else planned for today. But when I saw that that really resonated with all of you, I would be remiss if I didn't stop for a minute <laughs> and check on my people. <laughs> if I didn't stop and check on my people and say, hey, y'all, why why is this such a struggle? And um, if you know me, if you really, really know me, you know, I'm I'm pretty uh, much a tight lace kind of girl. I'm a girly girl. I love frilly things and dresses and I'm always dressed up and part of me wanted to even take my makeup off for this episode and just be really real with you, but that'll be the day. Uh, but seriously, I've came a little more casual and it's just, just Melissa. And so, you know, those around me have noticed, Hey, you're more casual these days. You know, you're throwing on sneakers. You might have a pair of sweats or yoga pants and, you know, for years, I felt that I had to present myself in a certain package in a certain way because it's just what I was taught coming from corporate America, uh, coming from, a, a, you know, parents who said, hey, as a girl, as a black girl, you want to present yourself this way, that way. You always got, you know, your hair has to be in place and your, your, your outfits have to be that. And it doesn't mean that I'm any less of that being more casual. But I think this this season of my life has been very fun where, you know, I work in an environment that's way more um, casual, you know, at an agency and, uh, life has allowed me to embrace the other side of myself. So I'm saying that I'm telling that story to say, Hey, I'm, I'm wearing more sneakers. I'm way more casual. I have more makeup free days. Um, because that's a part of me saying yes to Melissa. (laughs) I never even knew this, this fun, flirty, youthful, casual side of me really existed. And I've tapped into her more lately. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, especially so many of you are still working remotely. So many people are still um, sheltering in place as we should. Um, I mean, I'm me personally, I'm, I'm kind of released back to the workforce, but still safely doing so. Uh, and in that, it's like, mm, how can we still be our authentic selves say yes to the things that matter to us and then teach people how to treat us with our unapologetic no. And the reason why I posted that quote was that I realized so many changes have happened in my life personally. I don't know if you guys can relate. Drop me a comment if you're um, streaming live with me, if you want to share maybe your own struggles with your unapologetic no. But I realized that a lot of things that I was picking up and doing personally, professionally, and in my business, it was because others chose them for me and I did not choose them for myself. And I had to, I had to sit with that for a minute because I assessed is particularly in my business. Um, what things bring me joy and what things do I do begrudgingly? What things bring me joy and what things do I do begrudgingly? And I had to be real. I said, Melissa, if you're going to be in it and you're not having fun with it, what's the point of doing it? And then I started to assess that same philosophy in my personal life and my relationships and my friendships. And if, hey, if you don't want 
to go to that party <laughs> or go to brunch or do these things or whatever the case may be, why do we say yes? Do we feel some sense of moral obligation to do things that we really don't feel in our hearts we want to do? Do we, is it people pleasing? Which again, we have dressed, addressed in this season. We've unpacked a whole lot of our baggage in season two. And so uh, we've dealt with people pleasing this season. Do we struggle with an unapologetic no because we're afraid of how it's going to make other people feel? So then I assessed, I said, wait, if I feel bad and I'm complaining while delivering a yes to someone else, then it's not a true yes. If you don't do it from the purest place in your heart with the best of intention without complaint, then it's not a true yes. <laughs> and I began to check myself and say, wait a minute, what are the areas where your yes was not authentic that you need to go back and course correct? So as you're listening to this family, <laughs> that's my activation question to you. Where do you need to course correct and realign your yes and your no? Because for me, it was in things in my business that I was doing and things and even in my career, things that other people wanted me to do or they felt I should do. However, it did not best serve me or the future trajectory of where I wanted to go, but it was for maybe their own gain or benefit. So I had to come to you, my Activation Nation, my audience and my family, and just put all the cards on the table. You're no less of yourself when you tap into the power of an authentic yes and an unapologetic no. You're actually the highest form of yourself. You're the highest form of yourself when you're very clear and you're very steadfast and you're committed to your happiness, you're committed to your own worth by giving an unapologetic no. So <laughs> as I began to really assess this personally over the last couple of days, I had no idea that particular quote. I got a lot of inbox messages. Oh, me too. Let me tell you what's going on with me. Let me tell you how I feel about that. I don't know. I struggle with that. I actually get this from my coaching clients a lot where they say yes to things that are out of alignment career-wise. Many of my clients come to me because they're in a career transition, even promotion or crossing over to a new industry or transition from, um, from, from full-time employment or a career to entrepreneurship. And many of those clients are going through the motions and feeling stuck and unhappy because of the things they said yes to that truly do weigh them down. They have no desire for it. They have no fire for it, no, um, no passion for it. And so we have to be very careful in our pursuit of an unapologetic no that we learn to coach ourselves or call ourselves out on that thing and then go back to people. And here's the kicker. I have found recently when I go back to when I say course correct, I've had to go back and have some uncomfortable conversations with people. How many of you can relate to that? 
I've had to have some very uncomfortable conversations with a few folks in my life and say, hey, you know what? Um, You know that thing that I told you I thought I would be able to do for you? Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> now, some of them, whether it was it was a true commitment or contractual commitment, I, I, I will honor that. But some of it may be simply things that, you know, people may take for granted, like, hey, I need you to, to watch my kid or I need you to run these errands or I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Don't give away yourself so much that there's nothing left for yourself. Don't give away yourself so much that there's nothing left for self. And I realized after the comment from my mentor, my beloved Alex Jackie, when she said to me, say no and tell them why. So I had to go back and explain my why to people, especially relationships that I highly value, because I wanted people to understand, hey, I still love you. I still support you. However, I cannot deliver on what you need me to do at this time. And that is not a decision personally against you. However, it is a personal decision for me. That was powerful, guys. I think it's highly important to assess. I've even had, you know, opportunities and engagements come my way. And some of them, and, um, you know, being transparent here, I've had some things come my way that didn't align morally for me. <laughs> Sometimes that will happen in life. Opportunities as entrepreneurs, as business owners, if if a company has um, you know, a mission or they've aligned themselves in partnerships and things that you don't agree with, you don't stand for, but the money looks good, right? Right? Are you willing? To unapologetically say, no, respectfully, I decline. Thank you for the opportunity. But this is why. Here's my why. And there's so much power because and, and that, that happened to me recently. I declined an opportunity there. I, I just had a moral conflict. There were some things with with from a leadership perspective. I won't go into the details. But and and when I when I shared my why, the leadership said, Melissa, we had actually no idea that this um the messaging did not come across in an appealing or in a way in a way it came across in a way that was insensitive to people of color and i had to educate them like hey i'm telling you no but i want to educate you because i want you to be better and honestly sometimes we have to educate people on how to treat us and how to respect our moral position by giving an unapologetic no Remember, I said unapologetic. That doesn't mean that you don't tell them why. You're not apologizing. And, and, and here's the thing. Women, my sisters out there, I don't care what race or color you are. Women do this. We are so quick to say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, here's my challenge to the ladies that are in my audience. Count how many times you say, I'm sorry, within 24 hours. A totally unsubstantiated apology. It's like what? And I have I have called women out and said, "What are you apologizing to me for right now?" And it uh, particularly in business, particularly when it comes to price, particularly when it comes to our salary and negotiating things that matter, we feel the need to apologize for taking an assertive stance and saying, "No, I'm sorry, that's unacceptable to me." 
I'm very good at saying that with a smile on my face and meaning it. I'm sorry. Thank you. But that's, that's unacceptable to me. And people look at me like, is she serious? And I, and it just see that, and it doesn't make us, you know, a bad woman, a bad lady. That's a nasty lady. She's mean. She's that word that I don't use, whatever. But an unapologetic no is your superpower to save yourself. An unapologetic no is your superpower to selves and that we're good stewards over our yes. You know, my pastors like to say to, to us that you can say yes to the good thing or the God thing. Which one will you choose? The good thing or the God thing? Which one will you choose? And there are some things that look really good out there that are time leeches. There are some things in our lives we've said yes to. And at the end of the day, we're stressed. We're crying. We have no time for ourselves. We, you know, we we haven't rested. And so this season, I say yes to sneakers. I say yes to sweatpants and jogging suits. <laughs> I still say yes to my red lipstick because it's my favorite. I say yes to time with the people I love the most. I say yes to companies I enjoy doing business with who are true allies and partners. I say yes to my social media family when I feel like posting. And when I don't, I stay to myself. The biggest gift you can give yourself is an unapologetic no and the gift of yes to yourself. (laughs) I said yes to a lot of things in this season. In season two, I've said yes to transparency. I've said yes to opportunities that scared me. I mean, tremendously. Yes, I get scared. People tell me, they look at me and roll their eyes when I say, like, no, that really scared me. And I may have the appearance of fearlessness. And most things I am pretty fearless, but that didn't happen overnight. And here's the thing. I'm a firm believer in in the saying, the quote that says, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. And I've had some tremendously scary opportunities um, come my way and manifest. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, I'm going to hold on. I'm holding on and I'm going to say yes. And it scares me. So say yes to the scary thing. Stop saying yes to the menial things that that are that are time leeches and sucking your energy out and start saying yes to the big things that that you need to reserve your energy for there are some big things that god wants to do in your life but there's some small stuff in the way god's trying to give you the world and you're and you're mitigating over pebbles and stones little things little things and so we have to be highly cautious in Reserving the yes for the big things that matter the most. We really do. So family, this episode, I I just wanted to come have a conversation with my people, with Activation Nation. And I wanted to hear from you. I want to hear from you about um, what are some areas where you have struggled to give your unapologetic no and actually give a true, full, wholehearted yes to yourself, to your loved ones, to the people who matter, the projects that matter, the causes that matter, 
When have you said yes to your purpose, to that idea, those hobbies that you used to love? I've noticed lately in this season, the things I say yes to are actually things that bring me back to my first love. I love dancing. I mean, dancing brings me joy when I'm out on that dance floor. And I've learned, I've reconnected with that through my relationship where we laugh the most when we dance. I had no idea I was missing that joy. I've said yes more to naps. (laughs) Hello. Hello. You know, that's the greatest gift to my mental rest. My, my, My mental health is a nap. I'm so much more productive if I can close my eyes for a few minutes and hit a reset button. I've said yes to help. This season, I talked about you know, mentees and assistants and new coaches that we've trained and brought onto the activation team. Yes, I still work. And yes, I have a team. And now I don't have to do everything. Say yes to yourself. All right. I love you, family. I just wanted to come on here today for, I guess you could say a little mini episode. It's not a full hour. It didn't really require a deep, long conversation or interview because it's quite clear. It's quite evident that as humans, we are so cruel to ourselves when trying to save face and please other people. When what I've learned is when I'm at my highest capacity, I'm not always at my best productivity. <laughs> when when my when I'm full, I don't have room for the things that matter the most. So I've learned to empty myself daily through journaling, through prayer, through meditation, through relationships that matter. I feed my soul with friendship time. Zoom time, lunch time, whatever, whatever your thing is like today. No, yesterday I went and I actually sat and ate my lunch by the duck pond. I got out of the house. It's amazing how now as the world starts to gradually open up a bit. I'm in Atlanta. I think Atlanta's just been open. I don't know if we ever closed. That's another story. <laughs> but um, I, I've learned like my heart has yearned for nature. I hear God in nature. And I used, I literally for years, for 15 years, worked my way through lunch breaks. And then I realized, am I really that much more productive in that hour? Or did I do it to meet the the expectations I thought other people had of me? That they that I felt like that was going to get me ahead. If they saw me at my desk doing all this stuff, it was going to put me ahead. No, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. It just it just snatched an hour from me, from my peace. I'm at my best when I have peace. So I say yes to peace. So, yeah, anything that snatches those things from you deserves an unapologetic no. Yeah. So I'm going to take a break. I want to come back and I really want to get some engagement from you, my Activation Nation. Don't y'all go anywhere because I want to share a quick message with you as we're starting out with another group coaching program. And in this new session, we're going to get deeper and personal. There are some professional goals that are we, we are hindering ourselves through personal 
delay. There's some personal things we got to get right before we can hit the professional marks. All right. So I want to talk about how we have held ourselves up (laughs) by not getting these no's and yeses in alignment. All right. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the activation hour. I'm your girl, Melissa D. You're tuned into this episode on your unapologetic. No, I'll be right back. family. I'm your girl, Melissa D. Thanks for staying with me here as I wrap up this episode of the Activation Hour. Again, if you're tuned in, I see you Facebook family. I see you YouTube family. I see you um, Robertson's. Thanks for checking in. Avis in Texas. Thanks for checking in. Nathaniel, my sweetie. Thanks for checking in. Listen, Hey, um, I'm so thankful you guys are listening. Take a minute to share this with somebody. I've seen many of you sharing. I, I catch that on social media. Y'all are the best activation nation all day. Listen, I've been talking about your unapologetic no. And um, I, I've, I've really just tapped into that. Here's the thing about your no. I said I'm going to touch on how this affects you personally and professionally in the second half. But I'll say this really quick. Um, I It hit me really hard professionally uh, with my nonprofit um, when I had a situation where I had a government contract. I'm, I'm getting to what happens when you don't give people an unapologetic no. And this situation was very crushing to me. This was an activation moment. Okay. It shook me and woke me and let me know that girl, people are, t- they are taking advantage of your niceness. They're taking your kindness for weakness. And so I was in a meeting um, with, you know, some, some government officials and, you know, working on some contracts and some things. And it was a pretty high ranking official who, um, you know, I, I, I'd formed some alliances with, we were doing some community work and every project that came up for the city as it pertained to like community outreach and all this stuff, I was like, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll be there. Yes, 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 yes. Right. And <laughs> I yesed myself into like a frenzy And I literally did look like a crazy woman because I was trying to do everything. And then, and I was sitting in this meeting and it was if maybe for a a split second, they forgot I was in the room and they were looking for someone to to organize volunteers for an outreach event for the city. And this particular person said, oh, just give it to Melissa. She'll do it. She's nice. I said, what? <laughs> I don't need, at that point they just stopped asking me and they just said give it to Melissa she'll do it because she's nice. And I said I I I was in shock. I was literally in shock. I I sat there and I was like wow. That's what people think about my yes. They've put no respect on my yes. My yes has been taken as a weakness of being overly nice. And it didn't hit me 
until I sat on the sidelines of a conversation. It was like I was watching a movie because I was like I wasn't even in the room. I was like, oh, just give it to Melissa because she she'll do it. She's nice. And I couldn't even because of these people, these high ranking people, I, I felt some type of way. And I said, oh, well, one, who am I to say no to this person in position of power? But who are they to assume my yes? Who who are you? Who are you to fill my cup and fill my plate without my permission? So I that situation, it happened a few years ago, and I, I replayed it in my mind from time to time, and it really hit me after that quote. And I saw how you guys were responding when I posted that this week. And I said, wait a minute. How many of us are saying yes to people who really don't, one, don't deserve it, two, don't appreciate your yes, and three, don't understand the power of your contribution when you bring your yes to the table? So professionally, there can be times when your yes can hurt you. Your yes can hurt you when people are taking advantage of you. Your yes can hurt you when the motives are not pure. So here's the reality. Guys, I love y'all, y'all are really giving me some great comments here. Um, Cody Martin, you're right. A lot of people, a lot of people feel this way. A lot of people feel this way. Um, I see you guys, I see your comments. I see your comments. Listen, a lot of people are giving away yeses that other people don't deserve. Who who are you making people earn your yes? Have they earned your yes? Have they earned your time? Because time you can't get back. When you say yes to a project or yes to a special thing at work or in the community, wherever else, that's taking time away from your family, time away from God, time away from yourself. If you just want to sit and look at a blank wall, doesn't matter. It takes time away from whatever energy that you need to focus on for your purpose to build yourself back up. It takes time away from your restoration because you're, you're putting out energy instead of taking in rest. And I didn't understand really the impact of that when I start seeing people disrespect my yes. <laughs> and I had to really assess the situation and say, wait a minute. I need to evaluate. I don't care if you're the highest ranking, whatever, if you're the president, CEO, if you're the richest man in the world, if you could fund this and do this and that. You have to ask yourself, do they see my value in my yes? Or are they taking advantage of my yes? Is there a mutual benefit here professionally and personally? Okay. I've even seen it as a single woman in the workforce. That's a whole nother issue. I may have to do a separate episode on women in the workforce and how our yeses despite the pay gap, how when we we yes ourselves into situations, despite the fact that we're often passed over for promotion. I touched on that last week with Coach Delilah, and we talked about that with boundaries. And the biggest boundary we could ever set is the boundaries that we set for ourselves. Because the boundaries we set for ourselves teach other people 
what lines they can and cannot cross. I'll say that again. The boundaries we set for ourselves teach other people what lines they can and cannot cross. Hmm. Facts. Okay. So can we get mad if we say yes and we've moved the needle and we just taught that person that it's okay to cross that line? It's okay to infringe on my family time. Oh, it's okay. I I won't eat lunch today. I'll sit here and do this for you. You've now taught that person that it's okay. So when go back to my original quote that said, say no and tell them why. If you're now new to your unapologetic no, and you're going to start using the power of that no, you're going to have to um, realign that person those people, that team, okay, whoever it is that's not used to your no, say, hey, you know what? I, I, I just want you to expect that I have to shift some things in my life. And I'd love to do that for you. However, if I do that for you, that won't be best serving the other commitments I have. So I'm going to have to tell you no. Now, I didn't apologize <laughs> at all. I just gave you rationale behind it. Yeah, boundaries are highly important. You guys, your comments are right on target. I love hearing from the comments. Y'all keep giving me some of that energy. So listen, make people earn your yes. Make them earn it. How, Melissa? <laughs> How? You know, I, I I inadvertently started teaching people. I had another another close person in my life, professionally, another mentor. She reached out to me for an engagement, and she prefaced before she asked me to do this particular engagement. She said, "Hey, I know your cup is full, but I didn't want to answer for you, so I'm bringing it to you." So she already kind of knew the tone had been set, right? The tone had been set. And she said, because she knew, like, I've been telling people when, whenever, per, personally and professionally, if you need to see me, um, and I wasn't doing it to be funny, I do it because I, I'm not the greatest at keeping up my cal- with my calendar on my own anymore. And thank God for Miranda. Many of you who are in the Activation Nation know Miranda now. Miranda's been on the show. She's my mentee and, and, and um, administrator. And she said, hey, if you need me to reach out to Miranda, if you don't know, like, I've taught people that. <laughs> I taught her how to handle my yes. And she said, I, she said, I understand if you need to say no. And I said, oh, you do? Because this is absolutely someone that I don't care. I would have moved around some stuff because she has earned my yes over years of friendship. She has absolutely earned my yes. I would have moved things around for her. She said, but I get it. Don't move your life for me. If you have to say no, I understand. Get you some folks like that. Get you some people who can preface what they need from you and say, hey, there's no obligation here. I have no expectation here. And I appreciate whatever answer you give me. Those are your real ones. Those are your real ones. They're the ones who get it. (laughs) Everybody won't get it. And it'll take them a minute. And that's okay too. That's okay too. And so that was a prime example of someone who earned my yes, but respected my no. And I did eventually say, no, I'm sorry. You know, 
And I apologized to that person. And she she stopped me. She said, don't you dare apologize. I understand and I respect it. And it's like, I'm sorry comes off our tongue so fast that we feel bad for saying no. Where does that come from? I don't know. Maybe we'll do another episode about that. But listen, my takeaways today to keep you activated until we come together again as we start to wrap up season two of unlearning. As I'm sitting here (laughs) in my favorite denim jacket, my sneakers, and my red lip, and I'm being the best, highest form of Melissa I know how to be, it's because I've passed out a lot of unapologetic no's lately, even to the people I love the most. It's because I've learned to say yes to me (laughs) that I can be the best for you. (laughs) Family, thank you for tuning in for this episode. If this has blessed you and touched your heart or even activated you, let me know. Share it with your friends. Share it with your audience. If you're on social media, go ahead and hit that share button. Get somebody else tuned in. But the biggest compliment of all is to subscribe and leave a review. We want to make sure we keep hitting the top of the charts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and much more. So go ahead and subscribe. Audio podcasts drop on Mondays. Videos are right here with you on Fridays. You've been tuned in to the Activation now I'm your girl Melissa D for our season of unlearning I'll catch you next week family bye if you love this episode please make sure to subscribe Turn on your notifications and share with a friend. Also, if you really want to get behind the scenes, go now to our YouTube channel at The Activation Hour. The link is found in the show notes for you to actually see my guest live and in person and to even catch more details of our conversation behind the scenes. Stay connected and join us next time for The Activation Hour, Purpose at Work and in the World.